Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to go through Clarkie's Rugby League column and have a look at all the news stories from the last five or six days, or the vast majority of them anyway. Uh, there is obviously not a lot going on in Rugby League at the moment, especially with this Manly Seagull situation. Uh, I've got my own thoughts on it, but uh, I really don't see the benefit of putting them out there, to be perfectly honest with you. I just think that um, there's so many arguments and everything going on in comments everywhere, and I just, uh, I mean, no matter what I say, I don't think it's really going to change anyone's opinions. Uh, uh, or anything like that. So I'm sort of just going to leave the situation, uh, let it play out as it is. I think it's uh, very unfortunate for our game, um, but uh, it is what it is, unfortunately. I think it all could have been handled in a better fashion. Uh, but yeah, I'm not going to go too deeply into it. I'm going to focus on the footy and those sort of stories that are going on this week and try and look at the positives uh, that are going to come out of the situation despite them being outweighed by the negatives. Um, I'm going to try and focus on the positives, but let's have a look at some of the other stories over the last week or so and how they're impacting the league. First one, Jerome Luai. The Panthers 5'8 has suffered a knee injury and has been ruled out indefinitely. At this stage, it's reported he will be sidelined long term. Now, it looks like it's going to be up to eight weeks for Jerome Luai, and I think this is massive, to be honest with you. I did a, uh, I did a podcast with uh, the NRL Don last night. He asked me for three hot takes. One of them last week when he asked me was going to be the Panthers don't lose another game. I think now, with this injury to Jerome Luai, that changes the situation. We'll talk about it more on beers and break-evens today, which will be recording soon as well. But I think it also has a big impact on that left edge for the Penrith Panthers. Jerome Luai will drop out. Sean O'Sullivan will come in. Sean O'Sullivan's a good footballer, but he is a run-first, pass-second sort of guy, and I think it's going to really have an impact on the Panthers. But it also might force Nathan Cleary to take a bit more control of this side and be more involved, which could be pretty scary. But I think this is a huge loss of the Panthers. Jerome the wife, he's out for eight weeks. I think you'll miss the first, what, two weeks of finals, maybe. Um, but I would assume he will be back for finals time. I think even if Jerome isn't 100%, I think he'll put himself in the frame to be there. Now, Corey Waddell, this one was from the other day. The Bulldogs back row has entered a non-guilty plea to his alleged eye gouge on Tino. Uh, He's since been found guilty. He's going to spend five weeks on the sideline, which is a pretty big whack. 
I mean, I, I can see where Corey Widdell's come from, uh, that, you know, you're in a tackle, your hands end up in the wrong spot sometimes. But personally, I didn't think the footage was overly um, good for him, especially with the way that Tino reacted. Uh, I've got a lot of time and respect for Tino. I know that as New South Wales fans, a lot of people hate him and whatnot. I think he's a tremendous leader and a tremendous bloke, and I think that the way he reacted uh, might have been pretty evident there. So I'm not sure if Corey Riddell meant to do it on purpose, but when your hand does end up around the eyes of the opposition players in the fashion that it did, um, I think this is the sort of result that you're going to get. So I feel sorry for Corey Riddell. I don't think he's the sort of guy that did this on purpose. I've had very little to do with him. Spoke to him about 18 months, oh, probably two years ago now, did a video for me. Uh, ages ago when he was a young player coming through at the Manly Seagulls. So Seemed like a nice guy, so I don't think he's a bad egg. Corridell, I just think he's ended up in a bit of an awkward situation here. But five weeks, uh, that will be his season. So very disappointing for Corey Waddell. Now, this one from Clarkie's Rugby League column is about the Melbourne Storm. The Storm are getting desperate to loan players for the rest of this season and have reached out to Jaden Campbell, Dane Laurie, Reese Walsh, and Adam Dewey. Now, I understand why teams are hesitant to loan players to the Melbourne Storm. If they happen to get down there and they like it there, there's a chance that they might stay. Um, players will tend to like it down in Melbourne, let's be honest here. But I also think there's a huge benefit for a lot of players going down there to spend a couple of months down there. I think they can take a lot away from it. I think it sort of changed the career of Paul Momorowski, for example. I think there's a number of players in that situation. Branko Lee. And I'll tell you what, if I'm one of these teams that's out of finals contention, I would seriously consider letting my player go down there, especially when you have a look at the squad of, of the Melbourne Storm. And, like, if you've got an out-and-out out fullback, for example, a Dane Laurie, you know they've got Ryan Pappenhausen. I just can't see... Look, where else are they going to play Dane Laurie? Do they play him in the centres, on the wing? I just... I can't see them holding on to him long-term. And I think that giving him the opportunity to go down there, I don't think it would be a bad thing. I look at... If I was maybe the Titans and the Jaden Campbell, and I had Jaden Campbell, I might be a little bit more hesitant to send him down there. He's a bit more versatile, but... Once again, I think he could take so much out of a couple of months down there at the Melbourne Storm, hopefully get him to play some finals footy. It could be really interesting. Adam Dewey's another one that he can obviously play multiple positions, so it can be tough. Um, they could find a spot for him somewhere in their back line. But Reese Walsh, for example, I mean, the Brisbane Broncos know that they've got him. They're not going to play him at fullback. They're not going to play him at 5'8 next year. I would I would seriously consider let, letting Reese Walsh go there. If on the Warriors, do I let him? Probably not. Uh, I mean, it's not that's not going to benefit you in any way, shape, or form. But once again, having Reese Walsh in your system over the next few weeks isn't going to benefit you either, probably as he is going, and you need to start to look to the future. So an interesting one there. This one's on Api Curacao. The Panthers hooker has put his hand up to play for the Kangaroos ahead of Fiji in the World Cup. Great to see for the Kangaroos. Uh, I, I probably would have preferred Api to play for Fiji. I think they probably need him more than the Kangaroos, but... I honestly, and I said this months ago and got absolutely smashed on social media when I said it on Bloke in a Bar, I do think there's a chance that he is in uh, the Kangaroos' best 17. I think if the Panthers going to win this comp, which I believe they will, uh, I, I think Appy will be right up there as far as um, the best players on the park. And I think he's so well-respected. I think he was good during the origin period. I think at the moment it would have to be Ben Hunt Harry Grant that are leading the chase. Unfortunately, they were so good in... in State of origin, they probably have to be leading. But I'll tell you what, I don't think Appy is all that far off. So a big call from Appy, uh, but he's backing himself to make this side. And, you know, given a run in finals, it looks like the Melbourne Storm, that they probably can't go on a huge run at the moment. 
The St. George of the Lower Dragons, I'm not convinced they're going to play finals footy. So we will get an extra three or four weeks of Appy then, or at least an extra two weeks of really big games from Appy Curacao over the other hookers that will be competing for this. Damien Cook, he might be the forgotten man in this situation, um, and that's probably unfair. He is the guy that owns the jersey at the moment, but I do think that I would have all three of these guys in front of Damien Cook as it stands right now. All right, our next story, uh, Israel Dag from the All Black, former All Black. The former All Black believes the NRL has overtaken rugby and people are getting bored with his sport. Um I'm not going to dive too heavily into the whole league, union, they suck, they, you know, all the uh, normal bonehead sort of arguments that you hear. I don't I don't really buy into it. But it is interesting to see a guy like Israel Dag, who's very well respected in the rugby union community. He's one of the few rugby union players that I know his name and, and, and I have watched him play over the years. So very interesting comments there. And I guess it sort of shows that, you know, hopefully the league is heading in the right direction, especially in New Zealand when you got to remember, like, the Warriors have not played, what, one game there in the last two and a half years. So for someone like him to come out and say that, I think that's pretty cool. I think it means we're heading in the right direction, but I'm not going to read too far into it and say that unions turning on each other or falling to pieces. It is just one opinion at the end of the day. Reese Walsh, former Warriors coach Tony Kemp, believes Reese Walsh is done with the club and won't be there before the season ends. Interesting one. Um, yeah, I'm not inside those walls. I am sort of hesitant with what Tony Kemp says at times. I think he is a guy that does enjoy to grab headlines. Uh, that's not disregarding what he's saying or saying that it's wrong or anything, but I am just always a little bit hesitant with Tony Kemp comments. But Reese Walsh, he was obviously named in the 14 last week. I thought he was pretty good when he came on. I think he's a real competitor, but I did think it was strange to pick him at 14 and play Chanel Harris-DeVita in the one. Yes, Reese Walsh isn't going to be there next year, but nor is Chanel Harris-DeVita, and it isn't his position. So an interesting situation unfolding there at the New Zealand Warriors with Reese Walsh. I don't think it's going to end overly pretty, and it looks like it's not going overly well at the moment. James Tedesco. Uh, Benji Marshall has reached out to James Tedesco to see if he's interested in returning to the Tigers. He's also reportedly reached out to Mitch Moses as well. Uh, an interesting situation here. I, I'm not sure how many of these guys Benji's going to be able to get over. I'm very confident James Tedesco will not be one of them. I don't think he's going to be able to convince Teddy to leave the Sydney Roosters to come to the West Tigers regardless of his relationship with him. I think it's a phone call that is worth making, uh, but I just can't see it playing out. Mitch Moses... I don't know if Parramatta shit the bed this this year and don't go too well in finals and they lose a heap of players. I don't know. Maybe there could be something there, especially with Isaiah Papali'i going there, with with um, Api Curacao going there. Maybe it could interest Mitch. I, I'm not sure, but I, I also kind of doubt that he's going to go back to the West Tigers either. I just think that despite the West Tigers looking better at the moment, and I mean, even if he does go back there, you've got Dewey, you've got Brooks, you've got Hastings. Even if one of them goes, you're in the same situation once again. You know where Dewey wants to play. It's in the six jersey. You know that Brooksy wants to play in the seven. Where does a Mitch Moses fit into this situation? And if I'm sitting there and watching them play Jackson Hastings at 13, I'm probably hesitant to go back to the Tigers, to be honest with you. Uh, Tessie New, the Broncos fullback, says he can't wait to battle Reese Walsh for the number one jersey. Reese is a good player, but if I have a good preseason under my belt, hopefully I can stay at fullback, he said. And I agree. I definitely think that uh, Tessie New is a guy that can take this or can keep this fullback jersey over Reese Walsh. I think he's played sensational the last two weeks. I think Reese Walsh probably got more runs on the board, probably the more entertaining guy to watch, bigger highlights and whatnot. Uh, but I, I think Tessie New has been sensational. If he keeps playing the way that he's played the last two weeks, I really do think there's a world where he holds on to this jersey. So I wish him all the very best. Caelan Ponga, the Knights captain, was in tears after his last concussion, feeling... 
He let his team down. This was his third failed HIA in six weeks. He obviously hasn't been named for the Newcastle Knights. There's rumours circulating that he might miss the rest of the season, uh, which personally I don't think would be a bad call, and I think subconsciously KP might know that as well realistically. He did go on the Matty John show the other night and sort of said that he'll just follow the directions of doctors. Uh, and whilst I don't think there's been anything official that's come out, I'm not anticipating to see uh, KP for the rest of the season. So we do wish him all the very best with his recovery, and hopefully um, this can be the last in a long line of HIAs we've seen from KP, and he can sort of move on with his career. I think it's kept him uh, stagnant for a little while now, uh, so ho- hopefully he can put this behind him. Corey Oates, the Broncos wing, is said to ignore interest from the Dolphins to resign with the Broncos in 2023 onwards. I actually like this one. I think it'll be great to see Corey Oates retire as a one-club man. Uh, his form has obviously gone up and down over the years, but right now the form that he's in is sensational. That try that he scored on the weekend where uh, Branko head-butted the ball, kicked again, he kicked them, regathered. I mean, he would have dropped that ball nine times out of ten last year. I would even say 9.5 times out of ten. Uh, he's doing a lot of things this year that I thought he couldn't do anymore. I thought he was past that. Um, so it's great to see a guy return to form. And as much as I think he'd be a really good signing for the Dolphins, I think outside backs-wise, they've got enough guys there. I think that they'd be better with Corey Oates, don't get me wrong. But I'm not overly upset to see Corey Oates stay at the Brisbane Broncos. He's just always been a part of that club for the last 10 years or so. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Felice Kafushi, the Maroons, back row, is reportedly set to pledge his allegiance to Tonga for the World Cup. Love this. Absolutely love it. Uh, as much as I think Tonga are going to struggle with halves, the more experience you have throughout the rest of the side is going to be fantastic. Felice will be a great addition to it. I assume he still would have been in the Kangaroos side, but there's a world where other guys could have jumped him. You've got guys, you know, Nanai, Arrow, Murray. You've got to fit all these guys in somewhere. I wonder if Felice Kafusi, you know, if, if Melbourne do have a poor final series, which it looks like they might at the moment, I wonder if there's a world where he potentially could have dropped out of it anyway. But I still think Tonga, similar to the Fiji situation with Appy, I think Tonga need Felice Kafusi more than what the Kangaroos do, and I'm happy to see this go ahead. I'm very pro getting the international game to a, to the level it should be. It's been uh, it, it's been struggling for far too long, and I really do think this would be a good move. Raymond Faitala, Mariner. He's returned from injury over the last few years on a couple of occasions. The Bulldogs back row has re-signed with the club for the further, for a further three seasons. Great to see. I think he's such a good player, Raymond Faitala, Mariner, and I haven't had a heat to do with him, but the little things I've seen and whatnot and the way I hear fans talk about him seems like a champion fella. So a really good guy for Canterbury to keep at their club. He's obviously got a heap of upside, heap of attacking upside, good defender as well. I feel like he's still got a heap of untapped potential as well. So hopefully over the next three years, one, Fatal Maradon can, can get a good injury run, and two, uh, he can sort of fulfill that potential and become the guy that I think we've all known uh, that he can be for a very long time. Stephen Crichton with the Bulldogs closing in on signing Cameron Serraldo. Another report says one of the first moves will be bringing Stephen Crichton across to the club with him. Uh, this will be a huge get for Canterbury if it does play out. We'll see how it goes. But 
Normally, when you see a coach go to a new club and leave a previous club, normally there are one or two players that follow him along. We saw it previously uh, with Trent Barrett leaving the Panthers, bringing guys like Brett Naden and, and these sort of fellows along. Um, you know, we saw it with Craig Fitzgibbon, for example, brought Matt Icavalu over with him. Stephen Crichton would probably be one of the more higher-profile guys, but um, I still think it, like, it would obviously be a fantastic get for them. And, look, I'm I'm hesitant whether I believe this one or not, to be honest with you. I think that Critter is such a talented player. I think he's part of such a talented squad. I think that the guys that are in that side from the area and stuff with him, I think they mean so much to him that... I'd sort of question if this one's going to play out or not, but I don't know the relationship he has with Cameron Serraldo. If gun to my head, is this going to happen? I would probably say no. I think he stays at the Panthers uh, for the foreseeable future, but if Canterbury are able to get their paws in him, I think it'd be sensational. I don't think Canterbury desperately need another strike centre. I think they've got a lot of really talented guys in their outside backs, but if you get the opportunity to come up with a Stephen Cry, you'd be crazy to turn it down. So... Hopefully for Canterbury, it does come through, but I personally think that Critter, uh, he'll be at the Penrith Panthers for a very long time to come. Guys, that's all the news stories from the last few days, my live my live and fast reaction to a lot of those. Make sure you follow Clarkie's Rugby League column on all of your social media platforms. He's putting up the news each and every day for you guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 